everyone. This is the Easy Allies podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. Hello. Michael Huber. Stars. Brandon Jones. Ugh. And on the switcher, Ian Hink. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Time to play Recruit Me. Our submission this week comes from Cody Harden. I am a level 25 dark elf who can summon ancient beasts. All right, Beastmaster. Recruit. Recruit. <laughs> Is that it? During combat, my powers disable all white magic and make healing items less effective. Recruit. Ten out of ten. We got to draw But back. that's also against us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't heal yourself. Excellent. My father is the primary antagonist. Whoa. Mm-hmm. People are really taking on a oh. power trip here. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to up this their game. This is just getting more, more and more elaborate. My name more is Cyana. Would you have me join this party? How do you spell Cyana? S-A-Y-A-N-N-A. Okay. Cyana. Recruit. I'm way down. Yep. You're both down to just recruit Cyana yeah, yeah, off the yeah. bot? Yeah. Because we can work with this. Me it's, too. It sounds, it sounds like a handicap, but we just got to have a conversation before every fight. You know what I mean? We just got to gotta work it out. As long as you're fully healed going into each fight, too, right. you know? Also, it just says less effective, not ineffective. Yeah. Yeah. But no white magic. We're talking boss fights. We're going to get involved with boss fights. Yeah, but you got bandages. You got salves. You got... Mm. There's, you're not just completely leaning on white magic. And we haven't even established we got a white mage in the party. Yeah. I don't even know who else we is don't. in this party. We're just recruiting all these... Damiani has to be a people. white mage. Damiani's a oh, red us? mage, yeah. dude. Got war, they're, they're war they're joining members? our party, yes. Yo, no, I'm a... Uh... Not, no, I'm not. I'm oh. a no. I'm a I'm a BM hunter. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. What level are you? I haven't asked you in Still days. Still thirty-two. Dang it. Still thirty-two. Okay. So, uh, Ian, I do have something particular for you. Uh, uh, we, I ask sometimes to, if people should include whether they're a romance option or not. Cyana is, and romancing Cyana is required for Ian's final limit break. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you, you, you can't use your final limit break unless you, you do romance Cyana. Okay. Naturally. Now, okay. we're, we're getting way more into this lore than I expected, oh, yes. so I do have more questions, okay. unfortunately. Go ahead, Jones. So is, this, is a new expedition setting out every week, or is this kind of all nine allies are a part of one party, and then we keep popping in and out depending on what's going on with the adventure well, overall? Yeah, yeah, there's ten of us now. We consider the snake. This is a continuing journey. It's yes. not like a new chapter. Yeah, yes. Slytherin okay. Steve. Got it. Uh, Phillips. Yeah, I think that's close. I think that's. I think that's correct. I think he's in the party, (laughs) and he's fantastic. So Damiani, you're in too. Yeah. Okay, Cyana, you're recruited. We'll see how you do on the podcast. Yeah. Don't die. uh, If Cyana dies, just blame that uh, white magic. Yeah, exactly. We don't don't have a white mage. Sorry. (laughs) And then Ian will never be able to use your final limit break. I know. Don't die. You gotta. Maybe just. Romance Cyana quickly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if she does die, we're fine. Throughout the, the, the course of this uh, episode. <laughs> we have two hours. Sight. Yeah. Get cracking. More than I need. Time for corrections. Please <laughs> begin corrections music. Uh, the Chinese room developed Amnesia, a machine for pigs, but the first Amnesia, Dark Descent, was developed by Frictional Games. Cool. Who? Wait, yeah. Time. The better one, right? I think that's the better one. Oh, yeah. Way Amnesia better. one is much better. I thought everyone liked the pigs one. No. No. Pigs. It was largely disappointing. Please. Um, We've heard just like 20 times in the last, like, two days. With a little pig? The Negan, man. Like, 
<laughs> and I, I, right I, now. I have no reference on it at all. Like I have not. Like oh, I, I know. I, I know him. I know the character. I'm very familiar with Walking Dead, but like I'm just not caught up on the comic or the show In to fact, that point. I'm not sure he says "little pig" twice, <sighs> but we—that's our impression of him. Little pig, little pig. <laughs> um, take it, bury it. What did Ooh. Frictional Games go on to make? Do y'all remember? Oh. Soma. Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Neat game. Neat game. Very neat. Uh, Frieza is Vegeta from the future Trunks timeline. Uh, the word I was searching for, a lot of people said cachet, as in Need for Speed does not have a lot of cachet right now. Oh, okay. yeah, I yeah. think they're right. I also see heat, forward momentum, but I think cachet, might, that might be like the most Hollywoodish. Its brand is less powerful now than it was. Yes doesn't have that cachet it once had. Cachet. I think it's cachet. Thank you to everybody who suggested cachet and uh, everybody who suggested other things. Negan yeah. does say little pig, no. little pig. Oh, Got nice. it. Nice. Okay. Like continually or just in one episode? It's like one time. Thing. Okay. It was the, well, it was the Tekken trailer. When they were revealing which character it is, you just hear a little pig, little pig. And then the, the audience goes, oh, we know who that is. So that must be his catchphrase. I could not hear that ever again. <laughs> with, with Miran Jones, you, you will not. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, man. This is something I'm gonna hold on to. This is like, if Brad were here, he'd be like, "Yup, this is one of my things." Like, this is a year later, like a little, little pig. pig. <laughs> Get used to it. I'm open every stream now with that. I found it. If you want to hear it, <laughs> I will get flags. Nah, we're flagged. Right? Little pig, little pig. <laughs> okay. Ooh, little, pig. Oh, little pig. Little pig. Little pig. Right he goes up. Little pig. Little pig. See that? Yeah. See what you do. What you do sounds like he's looking for them, and what that was sounds like he's found them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, big difference what do we right have there, here? by the way. Little pig. Little pig. <laughs> <laughs> Reflection like, influences Jones' perception of that. Little pig. <laughs> Lanoon <laughs> is from Ruby and Sapphire. That's Generation Three. And Resident Evil Six had an enemy invasion mode. <sighs> Hubert, do you remember that? Whoa! Invading, enemy invading Resident Evil Six p- players as the zombies. Oh, it had it. I thought it was uh, a part. Later. I thought there were parts where you could team up with other players. I didn't know it was enemy invasion. Yeah, we were we were hyping up Doom last week, and okay. a bunch of people in the comments said uh, Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, there sorry, were parts. Uh, there were parts when the stories cross with each character, yeah. and then you could team up online against like Ustanov. Where Cameron's was this part, stuff? Yeah, that's is this later. Maybe it was mode? DLC later after everybody know. had already dropped it. End corrections music, please. Ooh, and we have a really fun update. You know I love to do updates. Mm. Right. We talked about Discord last week and its new shop. Uh, how they want to bring exclusive titles to their shop 90 days early. Uh, what was really funny is the one that we talked about, the one that they were uh, that they themselves were advertising, Bad North, uh, that just released on Switch this week. And so uh, <laughs> what we learned is that they have 90-day exclusivity on PC, which oh. I think is actually kind of interesting. It, to me, implies that they don't even consider Switch competition. They consider PS4 competition. They consider Steam competition. They're saying we want our nine. We want these games out ninety days before Steam. I mean, <laughs> you should probably consider Switch competition. Oh, of course. Why? Because well, they're selling so many indies. Yeah. Yeah. Like anything. Yeah. Like the. Uh, this seems like a kind of a ignorant view to have. That with seeing how well these types of titles do on Switch, 
and just being like, as long as as long as we get ahead of Steam or any other service on on PC, we're good. It's like, but if it's out on Switch, people are just gonna Switch already outdoes it on like most of these games on Steam, anyways. It's like, cool. Here's your 90 day window fix. Like it needed to be like exclusive 90 days period. That's what we assumed. Yeah, like yeah, need, yeah what you assumed. Not the case. It needed to be that. Not the case. Absolutely needed to be that. They got they got hoodwinked on that deal. Bamboozled. Bamboozled. <laughs> What's another one? Run amok. Run amok. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. I used to have I used to have like twenty of these ready, and I would just like go off on them. I love words like hoodwinked and bamboozled. It's all right. The little pig, little pig, got in your head now. Little pig. Jones, <laughs> 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 you didn't have to. Man. I can mute you, man. You didn't have to. I have the power to just mute you. <laughs> So today is basically the first day of Gamescom. Uh, it is Tuesday, August 21st. Is that today, right? Um, uh, we have game announcements. We have game news. We have a lot to talk about, actually. Yeah. We have a pretty jam-packed podcast. We're going to keep the pace pretty snappy. Hasn't been snappy at the top of this podcast, I realize. <laughs> We're just in a jolly mood right now. Uh, but my favorite way to start a podcast is with... New game announcements. So we're going to do that first and foremost. I have a bunch here. Some are way more exciting than others. So that means we must <laughs> rank the significance. First off, let's talk about Man of Medan. Uh, this is from Supermassive, who makes uh, Until Dawn, and actually made three games in the last 12 months. So I was surprised for them to announce another game. Just like, yeah, we got another one. Uh, uh, Inpatient. Two VR games. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one? Oh, it was the, the uh, Link Play game. Yeah, which wasn't. Their last two things yeah. were not super exciting. We wanted more on. They were Dawn. intriguing yeah. and then just didn't satisfy at the end of the day. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The Impatient hurt me. Yeah, it hurt, it hurt me too. You wanted, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wanted it to be so good. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Um, Ian has brought up some more uh, uh, bamboozle words. We have bilk, dupe, hornswoggle, buffalo. Never heard buffalo. Buffalo, buffalo. Fleece, right? No, you fleece someone. You fleece. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, done yeah. got buffalo. I don't get buffalo. I like fleece. Fleece is basically fleece is like for trades. And yeah, you, dupe. You got fleece. We like got in fantasy fleeced. football. You can fleece somebody. Buffalo, yeah. I think, is like an old west kind of variant of it. Dupe's okay. really good. Buffalo. Dupe is great. And bilk. Uh, Man of Medan is part of the Dark Pictures Anthology. So Supermassive came out and said, we're doing a bunch of these. Very uh, smart. We know you liked Until Dawn. We're just, you know what? We're just going to do a bunch of those, and we're going to call it all one series, yeah. basically. And I kind of like that. I think that that works better for horror games. So smart. Right. You can just reset the, the actual scary story, mm -hmm. but keeping the you, you, you get a franchise out of it somehow at the same time. Have some nods, maybe some possible connections between them all but uh Ooh. even even if not you yeah. know standalone yeah. is is really cool uh this another interesting part about this it's coming to ps4 but also pc and xbox one uh in 2019 mm. this is supermassive's first multi-platform game since a doctor who game in 2012 mm. ever since then they've been playstation exclusive Mm. Sony did not put a ring on it, and so now they are expanding. They're going to see what they can do multi-platform, and I think they will be successful. What do you think, panel? I think it's going to be successful. Uh, I want to take it back a sec, though. Sure. I want to ask you guys if you think we will get an Until Dawn 2 or 0 prequel, whatever, like an Until Dawn 2, and if that will be them and also a Sony exclusive. No. 
So are they so, are they shelving until dawn right now? Is that? Yeah. I think they're shelving it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Because Huber, they I'm want so this surprised. franchise. They want the Dark Pictures anthology. Yeah, they yeah. want this to be their franchise so bad. What if... Oh, there's so many possibilities with this. What if one of the anthology episodes is, like, Until Dawn related? Would they be able to do that, though, if it's also on Xbox? Just one of the characters. Yeah, like, who owns yeah. Is yeah. It with a bunch universe. of new people. Sony there's owns some those, I think. Of, I think Sony yeah, owns those. Sony's bus, so. Yeah. 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 Dang it. Yeah. Until Dawn is one of those games that I you keep hearing about. Like, like just a, a yes. three or four months will go by, and then someone's like, finally got around to playing Until Dawn, and boy, is that fantastic, you know? Like, I just got my friends together, and we all played, you know, one night, and um, and, and it's fun, too, because it's a horror game, so it's neat to see it coming up. It doesn't matter if it's Christmas Day. Like, play a horror game, you know? And so I actually think one of the things that excites me a lot about this is... Uh, I think Until Dawn is a little bit longer. You really got to commit if you want to play that in one sitting, and I think it's mm-hmm. best in one sitting. And I think I'm, I'm hoping these are a little bit shorter than the runtime of Until Dawn. So I just yeah. think they're. I think just give me a, like a four or five hour perfect one night run through something I'm going to want to play again. And I think one thing that I impatient was lacking just from my experience with it because I played the beginning of it, but I didn't play it later. It's for me impatient was like what happened in your past. You know, what's real and what's not. Whereas Until Dawn is, are you going to die now? Are you going to die now? And, like, that's why we were just on our, on edge, so freaked out, and why it was so funny in our playthrough. Just, like, you know, you know the, the shit hit the fan right at the end there. Yes. And so I, I, can yeah. see, I can see them starting to tease that, where you see these moments of, like, what's in the water? What's down that hallway? And it's like, yes, get back to what, what made Until Dawn so exciting. Because we did learn that any of the characters can die in yeah. this game. That's pretty exciting mm, in a weird very. way. I have to say, I uh, thought the facial animations were a little off. A lot of people were saying that. Really? That's yeah. not just me? Okay, yeah, I yeah, feel no. better about that. Yeah. To me, they looked worse than Until Dawn. Yeah, I wonder if it was the stream or yeah, something. Yeah, the stream or something My first. theory is that they've gone with some automated lip sync. I, th- I wonder if they, they just kind of went cheap on the animation, and so they're not working as hard on it. They're doing some sort of facial capture and mouth capture that just goes quickly and just sticking with it and, like, taking their hands off at that point. That's my best guess. Is, mm-hmm. it, is, uh, is it because it's multi-platform? Do you think it's low, lower budget? Like, does un- uh, since Until Dawn is a Sony exclusive, do they get more backing financially from Sony, more support? That's or? a good, yeah. Oh, you know what? It probably is lower budget than yeah. Until Dawn. That's fair. Yeah. I'll buy that theory, too. And I wonder if that's something that's jarring to us because we're seeing the game for the first time. We're watching all of these different scenes out of context. Whereas if it's a five-hour experience, by hour 15, you're kind of over it. And you're like, okay, the faces are weird. The lips are weird. But I'm, I'm, I've gotten it. I've adjusted to it. Yeah. I wonder. It's also possible that if it's coming out in 2016 that it's just like they're not – or 2019, I mean, upside down. Uh, they're just not like done with that part yet, you know. Yeah. I just want oh, yeah, to show something. Early. Yeah. Not polished enough. I don't know. If you're going to do close-ups on these faces, you got to watch yourself. There's not a, yeah, it is unfortunately a major selling point of your game of that's highly dependent on character interaction and, and right. character investment. Yeah, if you, you have know? a close-up of somebody going, guys, I'm scared. Like, you have to <laughs> yeah. see the fear. Yeah. You got to see the fear yeah. on his face, you know? That part didn't sell it. It didn't? I, I, I will definitely, I'll definitely give them to say something nice about it. I definitely did like the uh, the setting, the environment that they teased. Definitely. Like, like I was like, oh, wait, this could be like stranded on a boat, or they go in the waters. Is this, is this a Jaws thing? Like, it's going on. Then they end up like on that ship. Like, what's this abandoned it's the ship? Cruise and then, like, ship. that's like one of the worst things for like a horror <laughs> setting. Like, thinking back to like Revelations, because like not only is it like you're going deeper into like this like dark like steel canister, basically, 
You can't escape. You, where are you going to go? In the water? It's like even more horrifying. You're going to definitely die. It's yeah. like... Yeah. Not a good place to be. Yeah. And like, yeah. Like, yeah, the hands they, reaching out. I was like, nope, nope, yeah. nope, nope, nope. I'm yeah. out. I'm out of here. I want to make it clear. It still looks fun. It still yeah. looks oh, like yeah. a, a fun game. Dark water is my A number one phobia. So I was just... Yeah. So long. Oh, no, please stop. Yeah, yeah when cool. they see that... When you see that submerged plane or whatever, I was like... Tear or not, like... Full playthrough is happening. Yes. Oh, we're oh, gonna sure. do a pajama party, guaranteed. Percent. Guaranteed. But thematically, as a, as as a team of writers, it's got to be fun to be like, okay, this is our boat ocean game. Mm-hmm. Any sort of nightmares you've had as a child about water or any sort of aquatic monsters, you can think, let's just get it all in because the next one's gonna be in the desert and some castle or something. You know, like yeah, yeah. I, I want, I want, I would love for each of these anthology episodes to be very different, yes. different cast, different story. Mm-hmm. And I'd be okay if some of them weren't as good as the other ones, you know, kind of like, you know, Twilight Zone or Dark Mirror. Like, if I see a bad episode of Dark Mirror, I'm not like, well, that show sucks now. It's just like, oh, okay. Black Mirror. That was Black, a, Mirror. Black Mirror, sorry. That was a, yeah, I'm trying to think, what was the, sorry. American Horror Story also, anthology series. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this could be really cool. Cool announcement. Cool, uh, cool thing to bring up. Windjammers 2 was announced this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. Windjammers yeah. 2. With a powerhouse trailer. Yes. Yes. Anime. Yeah. Yeah, it was animated. <laughs> it was a 2D animated trailer. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, this is from Dot .emu, uh, who only has one other original game to their credit. It's uh, Wonder Boy. Uh, mm-hmm. What's a Wonder Boy Accursed something? Um the Dragon's Trap. Wonder Boy, oh. The Dragon's Trap came out last year. Um, and then they're making another original game. It is a sequel to a 1994 game, but it's a whole new game. And uh, it's still top down, still like 2D uh, animation. And Windjammers 2 is a thing that will exist on Switch and PC in 2019. So hype. Yeah. Just again, like one of my favorite things is. When a remaster or, 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 you know, when a remaster comes out, just mm-hmm. theorizing like, all right, that means sequel, you know, down the line. <laughs> this is just adding ammo yeah, into no, those no. theories of when remasters come out. Yeah. Love it. If the remaster blows up, there will be a sequel. There is interest again, renewed interest. Yes. And so Dot Emu actually did uh, 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 publish the Windjammers uh, re-release. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they I guess they had attained that license, and for good reason, they're making that sequel. That thing, man, there's 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 uh, there's heat on Windjammers right now. <laughs> Do you make Windjammers two look exactly like Windjammers one to embrace the nostalgia? Or do you make it look different because it's how you know decades later and you have the opportunity to? It's almost identical, Jones. It's it's very very similar. Yeah. Oh, have you seen it? Do they yeah, have- yeah. There's oh, one ones? screenshot. It's not like gameplay oh, in the trailer. Oh, okay. It's just one screenshot I've seen. Give me more of the same, but with a anime inspired story mode story mode yes 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 because <laughs> why are we all here why are we all here who are these characters yes. what are their powers if we're in this jolly world where this people care about this sport of windjammers let yeah. me exist in that world yeah. that's yes. so right huber i don't think they'll have it dude the, the, but the cutscene was so like story yeah. focused you know it was not story focused dude there was story some focused. guy <laughs> with like some electric barrier yeah but we didn't get any characterization of that guy to me to me it was like yo we're normal. getting a story here <laughs> i hope so uh that was a cool announcement does the, the existing one that came out or will this one have they said anything about using maybe the joy cons detached mm. to do the like the throwing animations and stuff no dude Kill me. 
Bloodworth would love that. That's, I mean, to me, that's Ooh, that's like out. playing a fighting game. Okay, with I get it. I don't like motion yes. control stuff like that. But yes. listen, yeah, I'm surprised Huber, to hear this when from Huber and yeah. I got down into like that showdown in it before, like getting yeah. all intense and stuff. Yeah. We're just hitting buttons. Mm-hmm. I want to do like the anime poses <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, you can still pose with a controller in your that hand. Looks People so have been doing no, it for that ages. Looks, that looks goofy. Uh, that's, no, I that's, like it, that's like 100% less cool. Yeah. <laughs> Worth pointing out, though, Damiani, it is a little particular, a little peculiar that uh, this is not announced for Xbox One yeah, and PS4. Wh- why? Don't know. No explanation? Maybe down the line. Yo, Probably some kind get, of uh, exclusive deal in the beginning, maybe? Uh, maybe, but there was my used to just thing. Get Bloodworth at Gamescom right now to ask that question. Yeah. I on. think I think they're prioritizing Switch for reasons Damiani brought up earlier in this podcast. They know it'll sell enough on I it. I think it'll sell best on Switch. They know it'll sell best on Switch, so they're just doing that one first. Yeah. Nice. Maybe it's cheaper to bring games to Switch when they're like not that intense. Yep. Yeah. And then dirt cha- cheap to bring games to PC. I don't know if I Not buy a full it. price I, game, probably, yeah. right? I don't know if I buy No way, dude. Yeah, yeah well, it's 20, like 20 30. for this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. I know that Nintendo makes it easier for indies to get stuff on there i think too wait like, what do you know what's going on just i've heard that the sony back end is like kind of irksome it takes forever whereas nintendo mm. is like really helpful and like that's just what i've heard it's funny because the switch so far the the switch eShop store hasn't had a lot of the junk that wii u had throughout its entire life on its eShop. Uh, so yeah, it is interesting you say that like like it's quick and easy, but they still they seem to be filtering out the trash better than they had in the past. At the same time, it's cool. Nice. It's a nice store to browse. Uh, one thing I like about Gamescom is discovering games that people adore that have a strong lineage that I have never heard of before. No. Uh, there was a game announced this week called The Settlers. Yeah, and this is. This is the 10th or 12th edition of a, the Settlers series. Number eight. Um, no, I mean... Uh, uh, or like no, numbered, right? There was one through seven, and now yeah. they're doing yeah, yeah, the yeah. Settlers. Exactly, yeah. But like, I mean, there were some in between in, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. that really confusing. Yeah. Um, uh, it is called The Settlers, and it's from Blue Bite Games, who's been doing The Settlers since 1993, since The Settlers 1, 2, 3. Um, I'd never, I never heard of Blue Bite Games. Had to learn about them. Uh, they were acquired by Ubisoft in 2001. They used to self-publish, but now Ubisoft publishes those games. Sequel of The Settlers coming out in 2019. What is The Settlers? The only memory I have is sleeping over at a friend's house in like second grade, and he had one of them. He had a Settlers? Uh, yeah, like th- when it was going through him, it looked like three maybe. Sure. Three or four. No other memory besides that. Just yeah. playing this game. Mm-hmm. I get. I get. Huh. I, I, it looks like a city building game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you do. You have a bunch of little settlers, and it look, maybe like Lemmings like. It doesn't look like it's about war so much. Even though we saw fighting in the new trailer, we mm-hmm. saw people training and things like that. It, it's not like uh, like Age of Empires. It's not. I don't know. It's. It seems very it focused like on your village. Scale. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. smaller yeah. scale. Smaller exactly. At least it seems like that. And I think it looked pretty good. Yeah. That was the crazy thing is that maybe it has a little Ubisoft money infused, but it looked dramatically better than any of the other games that they had been showing throughout its lineage. Looked cozy. Yeah, it looks cozy. Mm-hmm. It does, the settlers. And I thought the attitude was really great overall because I didn't get the vibe from them that they were like, you should know about this. So you don't know about settlers? Yeah. Well, you should. 
It was just kind of like, no, no, this is an obscure, you know, PC game that has its own audience. We're specifically speaking to them now that you mm-hmm. would be excited. If anyone else is interested, jump on in. It just had like yeah. a very welcoming attitude. You know, they brought the creator, came out on stage, and he, had, he was really positive. The shadow yeah, drop, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was one of the rare shadow drops from Gamescom so far, yeah. And the shadow drop was you can play Settlers 1, one the right original, now, yeah. right now. Yeah. And then at we'll Gamescom, they had 1 through 4 playable. Yeah. Try them out. Try them out. Uh, Very cool. I want to do another one of these games, actually. One of these games where it's like, old, you should know this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game was popular on PC. It's a really big deal that they're bringing it back. And I just say, What? Uh, Desperados. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Desperados, uh, published by THQ Nordic, the the developers, me me me, M I M I M I, who just did Shadow Tactics: Blade of the Shogun. So this is a top-down strategy game, much like that. Um, uh, what do they call it? They call it a top-down tactics game, more of a tactics game, taking place in the West. Yeah. Mm. Wait, Jones, you're not in like you love this. I just love the West. Oh, okay. That trailer, <laughs> I think, sold. You just say that word, yeah. and I'll, you'll get that reaction from me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Little pig west. Uh, oh, no. Um, uh, so this is, uh, this is basically a reboot of a series that had two entries, three if you count Hell Dorado. Um, cool. Yeah, like wow. Wikipedia, to, like all these stuff, it's, it's weird. Uh, it's a, Hell Dorado like, came out in Germany in 2007 and not to, into the U.S. until 2009. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's a, it's a hot, steamy uh, 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 franchise mm-hmm. in the U.S., but here it is. We have a remake coming. Yeah, how can we describe the, the gameplay of this game? What was strange it's, is they, they, they really sold like a rewind mechanic yeah. in the trailer mm-hmm. and then showed some gameplay and that didn't get into rewind anything. So yeah. it's like, what were you yeah, what was, were you showing there? It was kind of like, oops, yeah. I made mistakes from this scenario. And it, like, if you love Westerns, like that's one of the things you love is just these moments of, you know, everybody goes inside, shuts their doors, closes the windows and like all the heroes come out and have a big showdown in, in town. And so it's neat. To the idea of, of being like, I'm going to try this again and again so I know where all the my enemies are, I know where all the targets are, I know where all the threats are coming from, and so I can seem almost superhuman in my reflexes of just taking everybody out. And then the gameplay was just like, yay, shotguns and horses and stuff, and that's it. And it's like, well, wait, what was the rewind? Thing? Yeah. The, weird, the weird thing was like it was just loading a save, but every time they brought it back, different people would do different stuff. I thought like you were possessing or taking control of other people, like the cat or the lady did different stuff. Yeah, it was, it was, it was somebody kill another person. It was that very was unclear. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think of it like Commandos, where it's like super hard, but then you just you just do another path and you just get a little better, a little better. Uh, the trailer had a really unique aesthetic. I don't know what I would call it, like colored pencil, maybe. I don't know what you would call the way that that it looked artistically. That did not seem to carry over into gameplay itself. Yeah. That that was strange to me. Uh, but hey, that's another game that was announced at Gamescom today. Very cool for the genre, you know. Yeah, good time to announce a western. I think people are in the mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so commandos yeah. for Jones, win. I think that's actually mm. why they went with the bold choice of the trailer of the CG trailer. Yeah. is we have to look different from Red Dead. You know what I mean? I, sure. I think they they said to themselves, this has to look starkly different from that game to get anyone's attention. And Kyle, I think if, that's why the trailer looks. If like that. Desperados does well. Will we see another entry in the Commandos series? Yes. Who's like, sitting on Commandos right now, dude? Who's sitting I on that? Like three was like IDOS. I'm not 100. percent So on we that. think like Square Enix kind of yeah. absorbed it. Yeah, Commandos oh. is coming back. Yes. Whether Desperados does well or not, I feel like I feel like Draft there's it. yeah. 
Draft your tweets. Commando still has some <laughs> cachet. There's, there's still, still <laughs> the name still means Just something. A little pig hiding in the cachet. <laughs> Breach. It's another game we have to talk uh, about. Breach. Breach oh, right. is from CQ yep. Games. We haven't heard of them before. They are, they're made up of former members of Bioware. It's an asymmetrical dungeon crawler mm-hmm. where we have four players who are just going through the dungeons multiple classes a little more action oriented than I guess Diablo but there's a fifth character laying traps taking control of enemies and that is this game Breach. Oh. so it's yeah, four, 4v1 it. yeah oh so it's like Fable the Legends I played the trailer whoa yeah. had no idea yeah cool yeah. had no idea from that bad trailer? trailers you guys cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was not a bad <laughs> yeah. trailer yep. yeah. also no, the, no the attitude in these trailers was oh, yeah. just super high the cranked yeah. up to the max and like tone that down a little uh, bit give the audience an impression of what that was like uh just it, it's a kind of it's a kind of thing where you're telling me it's cool and not showing me it's cool you know you have lots of text lots of like necromancer can do this because that's badass and it's like don't don't take put the badass stamp on oh, something yeah. put the badass in the thing have me, wow, that's badass. Get the comments, that's badass, and not the trailer itself. I absolutely agree. If with you that. don't think this is badass, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. That's just never, never it's, a good take. It's going for that half uh, cartoony look, too, uh, uh, that we see too much at this point, I guess. But uh, uh, it's like sci fi, with like a mix of sci fi and looked there. a little Destiny ish. Yep. Um, awesome. But not best. serious, not serious and that it, way, right? Just very cinematic in the gameplay that they showed, really close. So we, I'm like right on top of these characters doing all these moves. I'm just kind of like, what? Am, like when you were saying later, oh, the perspective. It's like, well, how am I controlling them? It will be a third person. Is this like a Diablo thing where I'm clicking, or is this? No, am I dodging? A, am I, you know, apparently like, third person perspective. So you're still. Would, would just love to see a shot of yeah, that yeah, <laughs> yeah, from sure. some of their offerings at Gamescom, but it right. might have been. I just didn't see it. Well, the trailer says twelve character classes, right? It just kind of dumps stuff on you and like your loadouts and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see more of the game. It's hard to like make any impressions on mm-hmm. it if we don't see the gameplay. If we're just going off this concept that seems uh, uh, <laughs> very different from what we saw in the trailer, uh, I, th- I think it'd be a game too that like get this playable on Twitch immediately. You know, like get have, have sessions that I can sit and watch this game being played, so I can get a sense of like you know how the classes work together, how much fun they are. As opposed to like, if you're showing me like, look at this purple spell, it's like yeah, that's not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> in this era, call. like, come on, good call, Jones. Like, yeah, that's that's re- yeah, that's I really what it would take to see to, the vibe. That's what it would take to sell me too, for sure. Because I love co-op games, and especially you know, Fable Legends got canceled, but I, what I played at E3, I was like weirdly oh, yeah. into it. Oh yeah, um, just that concept of like four versus one. Yeah. Uh, so if you show kind of how each class you know interacts uh but to, to that point the release uh, uh the, the method is going to be early access this year uh, i think like Fortnite, you can pay for early access or mm. whatever mm. and then in 2019 it will be free to play mm. and so i do kind of think they want that i want i think they want what you're just describing is people trying it out mm-hmm. streaming it but who knows that's that's a hard dog to chase uh good we'll luck see. to you yeah, yeah. We'll good we'll luck see. to you um Oh, you know what? This last one is not quite a game announcement because we already talked about this game announcement before, but I feel like it's finally revealed, and so I put it on this list anyway. Life is Strange 2. Yeah. Because I feel like Life is Strange 2 has been in this really weird, like, it's officially announced, it's not mm-hmm. quite announced, but like now it's like it's finally there. We know what this game is, so I kind of want to talk about Life is Strange 2. Huber. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about Life is Strange 1. Yeah, really big. It had a lot of fans. It, it did way better for Square Enix than they thought it would, and mm-hmm. so they're encouraged and they want to give uh, don't nod, correct? Yep. Uh, you know, uh, 
they want to give them more freedom and, and more budget. And I think it looks like it has more budget. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, do you like what you see story-wise, which I think is the main driver for Life is Strange? Absolutely. Uh, brother drama, of course. Kyle, mm-hmm. I, I know that's like kind of a meme now. Yeah. Uh, excited f- to be on the road, you know, uh, like surviving on the road. It's like a road trip movie, you know, wanted by the cops. There's like X-Men vibes in there. Uh, you know, the supernatural element. Um, and, and just, I'm, I'm eager to see how the brothers interact. Like if the older brother is like really trying to take care of him and if they have different skills, uh, very, very pleased with the, the brief glimpse that we have seen so far. Um, what's it called? Captain awesome. Captain spirit, spirit. spirit. Uh, these are the two neighbors you see right at the end of captain spirit. Spoilers. Right? Yeah. Well, Captain Spirit's a free-to-play demo <laughs> prologue for, yeah. for Life is Strange 2. Um, okay, so these are the two kids. It's a it's a big brother who's got special powers, and it's a little brother who doesn't know what's going on, but he's along for the ride. Uh, big bro kills some cops with his powers. Uh, but it looks like he was the, the antagonized. In, yeah. In, yeah. And then there's some other nods as well in Captain Spirit, so I definitely encourage people to go through that before 2. Yeah, go through it. Yeah. It's just a it's a long bummer. If you're in for is. a long bummer, check out Captain <laughs> it Spirit. It is. I mean, so, life is strange, too. It, it punches you in the gut, for sure. But there's moments of happiness. Sure. Um, that's It's coming out September 27th. Mm-hmm. Hubert, do you like to play this chapter by chapter? Yes. Uh, it, I'm glad you asked that, actually. Life is Strange 1 mm-hmm. made me appreciate episodic releases. I used to wait. I used to not be into, you know, oh, I need, like, let me just play the whole game at once. Uh, would usually wait for, like, Walking Dead. I waited for Walking Dead to be fully released and, and even The Wolf Among Us. Uh, but then I did episode by episode with Life is Strange. And, you know, it's like binge watching on Netflix versus weekly releases on, on TV or, or HBO. I love the idea of just thinking about it, you know, thinking about what happened, thinking about what's gonna happen. Just having that time to reflect on everything makes me enjoy it more. Cool. So I tell you why I'm nervous. Yeah, bring it on. Uh, one of the things that I loved, maybe the thing I loved the most about Life is Strange was that town. Mm-hmm. And seeing, okay, you know, you me, may. I love maps. I love open world. And, and one of the reasons why is like having a path cross over each other multiple times and so when I like go to the 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 trailer park to see one character and then I'm up on a cliff edge with another character and I look over and I can see the trailer park and it's like oh neat I'm there I I know where that is and and you know this this impending danger was coming to destroy this town and life is strange and so you know the more I got to love the people in this town the more I got to love the town itself the more I was nervous about what could potentially happen to all of these people and 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 what the stakes were and if we're on the road I'm ner- I hope that there's a clear line that we're taking. I hope there's a destination that they're trying to get to. Because if these chapters are just like, and then we were in this town, and then this town, and then this town, and I don't know where we're going to be next week. That's like, if I don't have anything to ground me You know me where we're going? It, Arcadia Bay. At the end? Boom. That's your prediction? Boom. I mean, isn't the dialogue like, I don't know where I'm going? Isn't that like part of, You're wasn't that so part of the OVO? Arcadia Bay. I know it. Okay. So th- yeah, I'm just a little nervous that th- it's going to feel aimless. Sure. You know, it's just kind of like, I'm, I'm just like you were saying, like the, the, the break in between those chapters, like what are we going to yeah. do next week? And, and if it, it's like, I, you know, I don't know. It puts you know, even like, no guesses. It puts even more pressure on the two main characters to be, yeah. you know, you, you want to invest in them, you know? Yeah. They got to really 
I think Hold with, it. with Life is Strange, especially if you're not going to show gameplay in the trailer, you can compare it to a movie trailer. And I don't know if in that trailer, revealing the two main characters, there was enough done to... Tell make, us about them. Yeah. yeah, to make people yeah. who don't know about it interested. I was expecting so a little bit That's more. a good point yeah. right there. Yeah. Someone who's not touched any of the games and stuff, has only seen bits, this was not... Like, this didn't grab me. Sure. I was like, I feel <laughs> totally like I need fair. to go back and play everything, and then maybe this trailer will have more meaning to me or something. I was like, something's just missing to in, me. Yeah. In my brain, it's because they want you to experience it by playing it. Just from talking to them at, yeah. at E3, even about Captain Spirit, which is, like you said, a weird little free game in between it all. Like, that game came out a week after E3. Like, it was playable there, and they were still just like, we're not we're not talking about anything plot related we really want you all to to experience it on your own and to play through it and i assume that's why i get it yeah it's a tough gamble it's mm-hmm. the more you show in the trailer more people you draw in but you might ruin the, their story to mm-hmm. the people who are watching it and actually care yeah it's tricky it's very very tricky movies deal with that all the time mm-hmm. it is now time to rank the significance <laughs> here's what we got we had man of medan Windjammers 2. Mm. We had... A tough list. Uh, the Settlers. We had Desperados, Breach, and Life is Strange 2. Should we start from the bottom or the top here? Uh, bottom. Breach. Okay. Breach. Then Desperados. Um, yeah, I'm with you so far. I think that's right. Then Settlers? Yeah. I think the Settlers is pretty big. I mean, Life is Strange is probably on top. Windjammers underneath it. Yo, above above uh, Supermassive's new game? Yeah, I think that's the top. That's top, then that's Life is Strange, then. It's like Life is Strange, and then, mm, yeah. I think Man of Medina won. Yeah, that's number one. Okay. Think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. I agree with that. Life is Strange, we knew it was coming. Yeah. You know, sequel. The fact that Super Supermassive is going, you know, the only The only reason I bring it up is because we were saying the last two offerings from Supermassive were not mm-hmm. super fantastic, mm-hmm. whereas... Uh, before the storm was great, Captain Spirit was great. They're just—they have just such a great uh, Captain they're, Spirit. They're building was, uh, momentum towards their next project. And or before the storm was Deck Nine, so not different team, yeah, yeah different. different team. Right, but, but it's, it's still—it's still a brand, yeah. and, also, they, and they yeah, didn't fumble. Supermassive you know? is now like breaking free. You know, they—they yeah. were forced breaking to make free. those last two. Yeah, it's with Sony breathing down their necks. Yeah, <laughs> they were hey, make some VR games for us. So what are we missing if we got? Uh, so it's or about super massive. Then life is strange. Then windjammers. It's about the settlers. Yes, windjammers more important than settlers. Significant. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I would say no. Like globally, no. Wait. And Win- like the with one is through windjammers seven two. Windjammers two. I mean, it is it, it is interesting. They're both kind of the same thing, where it's like a, a sequel to a franchise that's kind of faded. Mm-hmm. They're in really similar positions. I will make this case that okay. if we're now at Gamescom. What they did with Settlers was interesting. It was nice to see this re- revisiting. A lot of people uh, were, you know, found out new things about this. We're kind of reintroduced to this franchise myself. I love that little retro trailer that we did. It's really good. At announcement time, I'm very excited about it. When Windjammers 2 launches, as opposed to when Settlers launches, there's no question in my mind Windjammers is going to get more press. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so that's why I would... Fair can would anyone rebut Damiani? I don't know if I want to rebut. I was yep. just going to say, like, yeah, just in my personal bubble... Uh, that's, that's what when this ja- is about. When Jammers 2 is more exciting, but it's because I wasn't familiar with Settlers, but having a little crash course history lesson, I was like, oh, yeah, When Jammers is like this one game that, you know, was kind of made popular within like our circle, basically. And it like might not Giant be. Giant Bomb started yeah, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it might not right? be like a big global yeah. phenomenon, but like Settlers seems like it's a pretty big deal for, for a lot of people in Europe. So, hmm. 
Maybe that, that is more significant. No, nope. sorry, some... it's getting buried. Right, yeah, I think buried. I think for us, Windjammers, but like, yeah, for everyone on You're the planet. You're right, and it looks settlers. so good. That trailer was actually really good for the new settlers. It's it like was. one of the. It's yeah, like one of the but big just ones. at launch that week. Yeah. Do you think the the internet is going to lose Rent their minds when really settlers launches? I think people yeah. are going to be happy and satisfied, and it's going to find its place. It's going to please its its base. Mm-hmm. But is that going to you know is that settlers launch trailer going to get more than? Right. 15,000 views, I don't know. Doesn't make me happy, but this is our order currently. Breach at the bottom, above that, Desperados. Above that, The Settlers. Above that, Windjammers 2. Above that, Life is Strange 2. And right on the top, Man of Medan. Can we do that? Sounds like it's podcast halftime! The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of August. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Hogue Law brings more than a decade of experience forming and funding companies, negotiating contracts, and everything in between. At Hogue Law, it's always business law time. Check them out at hoeglaw.com or on Twitter at Hogue Law. Mango. iKeyless. iKeyless.com is proud to sponsor Easy Allies. If you need a replacement car key or remote, use offer code EZA at checkout for free shipping and 30% off of your order. Beaten Down Brian. Sweet Justice, a sound design company from the southern shores of the UK. They've worked on some of the biggest AAA titles, the most refreshing indie titles, and collaborated with the best development teams in the world. L. Thanis. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. And our mega sponsor, Blue. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Our next segment is called Mark Your Calendars. Now, normally when a release date is announced, we don't really cover it on the podcast. It's hard to just make news out of a release date announcement. But uh, we have a lot of release date announcements this week. And I think some of them are pretty newsworthy. And I just realized during uh, podcast halftime, we can make this a game. So, uh, what I want to hear from the panel for each of these games uh, is whether uh, you're not going to add it to your calendar. So mm-hmm. Just say, I'm good. Uh, whether you're going to pencil it in or say, hand me a Sharpie. Hand me a Sharpie now. That, which means, like, I'm, gonna, I'm absolutely going to play that game. All right. Hand One it over. Okay. Uh, I'm good. So I'm good? I'm all right. So uh, I'm going to pencil that in. Okay. Hand me a Sharpie. All right. Okay. Gotcha. Spyro Reignited was delayed. This yes. week, delayed mm-hmm. till September twenty first, mm-hmm. and it's kind of playing into my suspicions <laughs> that conspiracy theories over here. I have conspiracy. I want to hear it Let's all. Hear it, Kyle. Let's go. I've heard a lot. Let's yeah. Hear it. So here's the thing: uh, <laughs> when the, recently it was announced that this game, the first game, is the only thing on the disc. Okay. Yes, I've heard this one. <laughs> you buy the game with the fir- first yes. game on the disc. Yes. Games two and three you have to download. Yes, I've heard what? this one. Yes. Yes, no In physical so, release. So the Rignetted Trilogy only contains one game on the disc. <laughs> yep. Deception. Yeah, whoa. And my theory is, at the time of printing these discs, they didn't have two and three done. 
I'm pretty sure that like that the just wasn't getting done as quickly as they wanted. Getting it me to. hyped on false pretenses. Yes, I know. Like this is my theory. <laughs> it's not. Don't like this. Is not gospel. It's not actual words. Um, There's some evidence though. What do you got? Because we've not seen gameplay of one of those three games. Yes, I think we've Period. seen like a few screenshots Ooh. of three at most. There you go. There's. Um, there's some fire. Wow. Yeah. Some smoke. It's so like I can't I can't imagine this pipeline. I can't imagine just having to print assuming that it will be done by the time you launch. Just like uh, 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 just like sending your kid to school without their homework done. I don't and know. That's what it crazy because like. at E3, the first time I played uh, Crash, that remaster, all three games were there. They were yep. like, go for it. Yes. Jump around. They were confident. Yeah. They were like flaunting that was it like way before launch. At all these. Yeah. You buy that Crash thing, you get all three games on that disc. And so this is freaky. Uh, I, I, I'm glad it got delayed for them to make make the games. Uh, I wonder if it could even launch at any state when it was meant to this month. Uh, but yeah, it's cool that it get delayed in my mind. I was surprised this upset as many people as it did. I saw a lot of people on social media that were very upset because it's close. Yes. Because it was close to release. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yes. So bad. I just for me, I look at this fall. Worst. It's like. Here we go, man. There's so many yeah. incredible games coming out. Yeah, you feel like relieved. Oh, I'm going to have more time so, like, to play That's the now. only thing yeah. I was going to play in September. Sure. <laughs> like, I would be surprised. Um, What are we doing with this one? Pencil me in. It's, yeah, I would be a pencil in for that one. Yeah. yeah. I'm right. <laughs> what was the first option? This is a good. Is that? Is, uh, is that? I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm like, yeah. Don't even mark it. Yeah. Right. I now really I'm like I'm excited for Kyle's take. I'm excited for your take. Okay. Oh, oh I'm, I'm marking this You don't even want to dabble, though. Yeah. I got a well, I got a marker out for surprising. this bad boy. Oh, I'm very surprised. Wow. Uh, Sekiro has a release date, March 22nd. Oh, Woo! Like, where is the actual sharpie? Yes, please. like yeah, I need you, I need the, the sharpie, sharpie right now in my hand. Yes. I'm gonna black yes. out the date. Give me that one. Give write, me that it, write it on your phone. Just, yep. Yeah, just get that tattoo. <laughs> what is it? March 22nd. Three. 2219. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. That's a there day after our yeah, anniversary. Yeah, I was going to say, your four begins. Boom. Oh, that's second. right. Oh, yeah, that's so, all our uh, third. Uh, Easy Alice, now Easy Alice was born playthrough. on March 21st. Full playthrough of Sekiro. What a little celebration events. for us. Yeah, yeah. that's very funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sekiro was shown at Gamescom. We got to see more gameplay of it. Uh, we have some people um, with hands-on impressions with this game. Yeah, I, until I get until I can try out this game, I'm still in a pencil mode on this game. Oh, what? Oh. Come on. Whoa. You're Not trying in, to be cool. Nope. Yeah, you are. Nope. But also, uh, why? Nope. Why? I just want to play it. Hey, wait. When does this episode go live? <laughs> Tomorrow. Damiani, marker it in, baby. Oh, so you can talk about that you've played it. After midnight on the 22nd. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the other thing, too, Tommy, you got to admit. I haven't. you got to admit the, the, the marketing of this game has really hit the, the, your standard beats of revealing a game at just the perfect moments. You know, like, little tease, the Game Awards. We all got excited. We saw From Software logo. We saw his arm, which, like, meant nothing to us at the time and then was super relevant later. Like, they showed us, like, one of the main powers that we were going to be using. Then we see it later. Then we get a chance to play it. Then we get you know, more people get their hands on it. Like, I just And now we have a release date, you know, that, that From announcement is way less than a year from when it was first coming. I just think it's... The, the schedule's been great. Yeah. I think the, the pace of the in, the news rolling out of this game, I thought uh, if, if they hit that date, I think that's uh, They'll hit kudos. It. What's up? They'll hit that date. Yeah. You know what Souls I, and, and Born, you know, typically March. They love that March. So. Uh, just that. Known for delays, though? The Activision. No, no, no. They're uh, known they for usually, hitting March. Yeah. I, they think, love March. I think one of them got pushed to April. Okay. 
But um, I don't recall which. Jones, you just made me realize how funny it is that at the Game Awards, they revealed the title of it, and we're like, how does this relate to Bloodborne? Do- Shadows Died Twice? You know what I mean? They're just like, <laughs> Shadows Died Twice. It's like, that's just the title, everybody. Yeah. You're Subtitle. <laughs> Subtitle. Um, Damiani, you're still uh, apprehensive. What is the deal with this? I... I just want to be able to try it out before I'm like fully on board. I think the trailers have been okay, like been good. Mm-hmm. I know all of you are really stoked about it, but this doesn't always equate to like automatic like even with, locked in. Even with their there was a game called Dark Souls Two, but even with like their recent releases, Dark Souls Three and Bloodborne, basically still not going to give them the benefit. But basically, for me, Dark Souls One was like good. Mm-hmm. Bloodborne was their best. Uh, from what I see and tried, Dark Souls Two was like no. Dark Souls 3, I have not touched yet, though, um, but it looks okay. But I, I think they peaked with Bloodborne. I'm not going to, like, that's, like, part of my weird rationale is that, like, what, they're not getting better in Bloodborne. Like, this is it. This is, this is their, mag. this is, like, the best work they will do. Nothing is going to touch this, like. Damiani, you might be right, uh, but this, this one is just different. So different. No, yeah. I, I get that, like but that's what, it, yeah. that's the other it part of it. feel like a one-up Different, attempt. like, difference also is good, no. but it also means it's still, now they gotta prove themselves again, and it, it's weird. I don't know. I just, this one, like, a lot of these we're gonna go through, I'm not gonna be like, yeah. marker it in. Like, yeah. you know. You've you got know, a like, seed yeah. of doubt. Yeah, yeah. I have a little bit of doubt still. For me, my, fr- my, my yeah, my favorite from software has been everything not Souls related. <laughs> you know, like Bloodborne, I was yeah. like, yeah, here we go. Okay, now mm-hmm. here's an aesthetic I can really get behind. And then, yeah, fell in love with all the stuff I complained about previously. And then it was just like, oh, you liked Tenchu? Here's 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 where Tenchu would be at today if the franchise was still around. Just like, yes. Yeah, it's funny. I, I also agree that it probably won't be better than Bloodborne, but it is at least different. At least, like, sure. something else. And I think that's what's exciting about this particular. You have to, like, rewrite your brain to play it. it it's different. You have to parry right. like crazy. I Marching always a think a new game can be better than an old one. Always. Okay. I refuse to be like, oh, it's not going to be as good. It could be better. Devil May Cry 5 had a release date announced today. March 8th. Ugh. February and March of 2019 is already uh-huh. absurd. The uh-huh. next seven months. Yes. The next <laughs> yes. seven months of video games are absurd. Right. We're talking just Are like 2001 January? Devil May Cry 5 had a, a gameplay debut today. Yep. That that surprised me. How, the, why did it surprise you? The, the budget is what seeped out of this thing. Mm. Animation budget, mm. uh, just just the quality of this game is much higher than I expected to see out of Capcom, that, the, that they would be willing to invest into Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> yeah, when was it again? <laughs> the 8th. March is, 8th? Yeah, March 8th. Huber is markering Got that it. one in. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's 8th or 28th? Sorry? 8th or 28th? 8th. 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 March oh, 8th. wow, okay. Yeah, uh, that, it just looks so good. Scale. Scale, some man. Really, really big, crazy monsters they're fighting. Just kind of like, how do I get at this thing? Does it have a weak point, or I just do I just hit this wherever? Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Jones, we fought big monsters in Devil May Cry Five before, but what I like is the environment around it. You know, we're fighting a big monster in a big environment. Just Devil May Cry in general. Uh, yeah. Okay. You said Devil May Cry. You said five, five specifically. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, yes. a little excited. There. Yes, yes, yes. I did. Uh, I guess some muscle memory adding that to the end. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I just love the way that the, the environments look around them. I love the way the faces look. I like. I love the way people are willing to express. Uh, the facial animations are off the charts, and I just, I just love the fluidness and just uh, lighting and everything. This game looks really good. Felt the energy and the passion burning through that trailer. Yeah, you know, you think of 
how long it's been since they've worked on Devil May Cry as opposed to Ninja Theory, you know? Like, it's Devil May Cry 4 was a long time ago. So it feels like there's just pent-up ideas and passion and love and hype mm-hmm. that is just, like, they're they're all in on this. Ten and years. it yeah. feels good. Yeah. And, and feels like so many surprises are just lying and waiting. You know, so many... So many things like of the way they showcased some stuff today that we were not expecting and knew like they just feel really in touch with their audience. Mm -hmm. We saw that's always great to see, even if I'm I'm not the biggest DMC fan. And so, like, you know, appreciating that from afar. Right. It's a kind of thing. Yesterday, I asked a DMC fan, what do you want out of this trailer? There's no way that person said I want Nero to take off his arm and to ride around and for him to like just like ride it like a like a snowboard in the air and for the screen to turn white and then for there to be all these particles and like guitar effects around it's just nuts the trailer's nuts but in a very specific very good way like i just i'm really excited about that in an anime type way hmm how nuts it is yes yeah that yeah, was yeah. that was one <laughs> thing enough. that this gameplay footage did do for me um upon seeing the initial reveal i had some goofiness to it because everything kyle described about the look like the amazing detail um, aesthetically, it felt uh, it was erring on the side of being more realistic and less, let's just say, anime-like in, in terms of its presentation. Yeah. But in place of that, all these antics I saw in the gameplay trailer from Gamescom. The motorcycle. It was basically that kind of stepped in and filled in those voids for me. It's worth yeah. talking about the motorcycle. It's a oh, moment. Yeah, it's a Doc Brown spider it's monster. It's a moment. Trailer ends, we go to black, and then we come back up to see Dante... Just- Ripping apart, well, like two blades. It's like, wait, what <laughs> yes. is going on here? And, and, and also, he doesn't. It'd be like it'd be one trailer if he split the motorcycle in half. Close up on his face, he smiles. Logo. He splits no. him in half and then like <laughs> just, runs the tire treads on someone's yeah. face. We and get then, to like, see slams. Like we're going to be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, know. Yeah. If I buy Devil May Cry Five, yeah. I will be able to slice up monsters with my motorcycle arms. <laughs> like, how cool is that? <laughs> you know, like that's Amazing. just good. That's just a good thing. Yep. And then he rides off, and he runs right into another enemy. It's just like, that, I think that's one, a, a, a value that gameplay trailers can have, is just that immediate, like, oh, I get to do these things. And with Devil May Cry 5, this trailer shows you how many different cool things you can do. You, you can, get to grab a huge demon beast by the tail and throw him like Bowser. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like a shot put. It's, it's like Bowser, really. It really is just like Bowser. Throw him into a building, and then it topples over. The whole tower just in an incredible animation, too. It's really, really cool. I'm stoked on that trailer. Nice. Um, we markering that one in Damiani. I'm I'm very close to it. Ugh. I just want to play it. <laughs> I need to know how it feels. It lo- you can you can make something look really cool. Uh huh. But that has like it's very important how well that game plays. Obviously, that team has the pedigree. Yeah. You know they they are capable of it, but just need you know just need that reassurance. Just need to have it in my hands. Like if I was at Gamescom right now. We wouldn't be having this conversation. I just the pen mark. You'd be like, I would have wow. made the pen strokes. Right now. <laughs> wow. Our mistake, Damiani. My mistake. We should have sent you to Gamescom. Yeah, That's I'm on kidding. me. I get it now. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, Jones, are you marking this one? Your in? budget, Kyle, deserves a review. Yes. Okay. We need to look back at your August budget because we missed a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> talked about this. Let's cut out a box peek to send Damiani to Gamescom. Um, uh, I feel so bad. I'm I'm okay. I'm, well, I'm, well, one thing oh, is play it. one thing is is you're a big Revengeance fan. I I mean I got an hour and a half into that game and just stopped. I was just like I cannot beat this boss. Oh sure. I've the dog, I've, right? I've done 15 tries here and I cannot make progress. And so I think that's probably one of the main thing holding me back from Devil May Cry. I never finished one. I finished two because it's 
broken, you know, and so I was like, oh, two is great. <laughs> you know, it's like I saw the ending. Um, but like it, back in the day on the PS2, like one was too hard. I just like I was getting an F on like every single mission was like, man, I'm just not grooving with this. I not because it's that. not good. I'm just bad saying. at it. Yeah. And so I'm probably gonna be very, very bad at Devil May Cry 5. Bayonetta um, does the same thing to me. But like, if ooh, you got to D. But if we group like, stream right. that, I will be on the edge of my seat watching you play or Ben play or whatever, and and, and love it. Okay. But just personally, it's Jones, not, probably I not on my it. list. I respect it. Uh, Shenmue three. Wait, you didn't state. tell us, Kyle. What are you doing? Oh, I think I'm willing to mark that one in, and Excellent. I'm willing to play on easy. Uh, <laughs> Shenmue three has the deepest release date on record currently. This game is coming out October. Or sorry, not even October. August. 20, I gotta actually look it 27th? up. 27th. Yeah, I wrote it on the wrong way. Oh. August 27th of 2019. Yeah. Yes. Give me a year and a week, said Yu Suzuki. Yep. That how do you, how do you lock in such a specific date a yeah. year from now? Maybe yeah, just yeah, like yeah. temper expectations. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it pushed got pushed again. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I just I love the specific specificity of it. Yeah. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> specificity. It's a funny word to screw up. Too. Specificity. Yes, I got there. Sisificity. Um, little pig. Little pig. <laughs> what? What? Ran- just throwing it out randomly. No connected now. tissue there at all. We're just, we're just gonna here. throw out random stuff now. Here we go. Specificity. <laughs> specificity. Specificity. Um. Uber, is that an exciting release date despite the fact that it's the furthest release date we have for any video game? 100%. It's a hard date. Uh, it gives me time to to breathe in the next seven months, right. as Jones was saying earlier. Um, what I really like about it is that it gives everyone time to catch up on Shenmue 1 and 2. Just came out. Just came out. You've got a year to go through both of those games. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, and just something about, like, because there's such a long gap in development between Shenmue 1 and 2 and Shenmue 3, it's like, I want to play 1 and 2 and then kind of let that sit for a while. Yeah, I like Yakuza do, games, right? I yeah. don't want to play 1, 2, then immediately jump into 3. Like, I want to have a little bit of, of a break mm-hmm. in between, so I'm completely stoked Yeah, about that release date. Yeah, I respect it, honestly. I'm, I'm glad it's not just 2019. I'm glad that they had a release date on it. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to see the game. It was interesting for it to have a trailer that emphasized the way the game looks. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it still starts with, like, they, this is an early peek at what the game's going to look like. Mm-hmm. But I think it looks pretty good. Yeah. I think, it, I think it looks like Shenmue. It has its own unique vibe to it, particularly in the way that characters look. Not mm-hmm. so much the environments, but I just I really like how the characters still maintain their Shenmue-ness. Oh, for me, it's all about the environments. That boat. Mm-hmm. The, this at little, the night? This little harbor environment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Still seeing the lanterns and everything. Like, Yeah, looks looks very cozy. And just the focus on that boat makes me wonder, Like, is this a journey? Is this something we're going to be moving to all sorts of different cities? Yeah. Pull it into the dock. Yeah. How cool would that be? I, I feel like... good call, Sucker for a harbor town. I feel like the way Shenmue's designed, it's going to be hard for it to be more than two cities. I forget the I I've been like removed from the Kickstarter updates for quite a while. Uh-huh. There was something about stretch goals and the amount of locations. He's oh, okay. briefly touched on that. Sure. Um, I don't have those hard numbers like on hand right now, but so it could be more than two, is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Shenmue Two is two cities, correct? Yeah. You have the massive though, like you have like Kowloon, yes. and then you have like you know. Hong Kong area, then you have like Guilin, so there's more than two. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. 
Yeah, I mean, that was cool. That was a cool, cool trailer. To, I think it was... Sh- what, dude, Kyle, your, what's huh. your take on the casual Lon D reveal at the end? Really strange, man. Strange. Because with Shenmue, I think you have to consider, just like we were talking about Life is Strange, you have to believe that most of your audience doesn't know what you're selling. You have to believe that most of your audience has no idea what a Shenmue game is. And so I don't think that had an impact on those people. Yeah. You know, I don't think it, like, that Let's just looked like another guy who has a mean face. Yeah. No dialogue exchanged. Yeah. Just kind of stands up. Just kind of walking. Yes. I don't you like, know what? like are you getting uneasy alliance vibes from this? Are they gonna team up? Are they gonna have a conversation? I've always you know, in my in my brain it's like Rio is searching for this guy who killed his father when he sees him. I, I always assumed he would just like run in like I know man. Time for revenge, not yeah. like yo. Blondie. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, uh, just talking about like trailer design and ways that you can communicate to your audience, hey, this guy is a big deal. They mm-hmm. didn't do any of those things. You know, you don't see him over the shoulder. You don't see a hint of him. You don't see how that he's threatening or anything. You just see another character standing and looking. And so I guess I wish that it was treated more as a big reveal. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just flopped out there. Uh, fans went nuts, <laughs> but it's also like, hey, this is a big moment yeah, for this character. So it's a big moment for fans. And so it is kind of weird to just toss it in at the, yeah. near the end of a trailer. I agree with you. That dude, is my opinion. Dude, Rio and Smash is not like completely without a, outside of the bounds of potential. It is, Jones. Maybe? I wonder. Sakurai doesn't want it. Feels that bad. That would be the, yeah, the barrier. It's what Sakurai wants. Okay. And I don't think he wants... Well, he could be you know, like an assist. It's a really easy forklift. Just done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a really easy assist. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he does have a lot of martial arts. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think he has a star character. Power. I wonder. He's not, no, you know, he's you not Simon got, Belmont. You got enough Sega characters. You already got Bayonetta and you got Sonic in there. Yeah. Two for each. Sit down, Sega. <laughs> Sega. Yeah, Sega's got a lot. Um, Are we penciling that one in? It seems so far away. That's like, I'm like (laughs) neuro implant into my brain. What is above a Sharpie? Do not let me forget. (laughs) I think think pencil being the appropriate word. Don't put that in ink. Yes. Keep that eraser handy. Right. True. It's going to be really hard to stick to August 27th, 2019. Best wishes. Good luck to you. (laughs) But yeah, I appreciate appreciate the audacity. Audacity on that one. Um, Bloodstained was delayed to 2019. Yeah. That one's just 2019. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Take the time. Take the time. Yeah, uh, in addition to that, the headline is also that the Vita version of Bloodstained straight up canceled. Yeah. Bye-bye. Because of Sony's ending support, mm. uh, wrapping up support for the Vita itself. And so, like, we simply cannot make a Vita version of this game. Uh, poof. Yeah. Kind of. Inter- I mean, maybe that's more the headline to this one in particular is, hey, Vita's officially dead, everybody. Just kind of, we got to roll with that. Um, but also What's the uh, the one that just came out, Vita game, Bloodstain of the Moon, Curse, Curse of the, the Moon. moon. Yes, moon. just play Curse of the Moon, uh, Curse of the Moon until then, uh, over more? and over. They it's bought themselves so some time. Good. I think they bought themselves some time oh, putting yeah. out game that is game. Yeah, so yeah. replayable. Yeah. Like you're yeah. encouraged to beat that game numerous times. I think. Yeah, I think they did enough. To, yeah, they're in enough good faith with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and also just the idea that. I imagine with this game being crowdfunded, like their perception of how much they can fit into the game is fluctuating. You know, that uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they got to a point where it's like, oh, oh, we're taking a little more time to get this much in, or we got this much completed already, and now we do have the opportunity to add this other fun thing on it that we think is really important, would add value, would get people excited. Uh, in addition to that, Jones, I'm under the impression that it's a performance thing, that they're just trying to get the game to run better at this point. Oh. 
Um, another advantage of dropping your Vita version. But yeah. Uh, that is uh, a good point. Form and stuff. When did you play it last? I, no, I'm not talking about blood, the specific, uh, specifically Bloodstained, but there have been a lot of these uh, 2D like retro-style games, whether it's like linear or Metroidvania-type games, where there'll be rooms or environments where things, too many things are going on and dips. I was like shocked to see it a few times on these few games. What I'm are like, you referring to? Call them out. Huh? Call Just them out. Like different games over time. Call them out. Let's hear uh, some names. Call you, them are out. you talking about Hollow Knight? No, Hollow Knight didn't. I don't think Hollow Knight ever had this happen. Actually, if I can recall. Oh, okay. there you go. Yeah, all no. Right. I like. I think of all the games <laughs> I played, Hollow Knight might be the most polished for how long it was in development. Talking I about mean, Dead Cells? What are you talking about here? Um, I can't. Well, one of them I can't say yet. Okay. Technically. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. But yeah. But I've noticed it on other like on other ones as well. Yeah. I have not. Pl- I haven't played Dead Cells yet, though. Mm. Uh, like, no, too many enemies on screen like that. They might be going for like elaborate effects and stuff like that going on yeah. at the same time. You like in a two D game and like older games, it's acceptable because like, oh, they're replicating the slowdown on like Super Nintendo Classic or something. Yeah. In a newer game, that's not a feature anymore. It, it's something you'll point to and be like, sure. really, well, how are you having a performance issue in a two D game in this day and age? Like, I think it just will be viewed as unacceptable yeah. to, to have something like that in your game. What are we doing? But it's John? interesting because I think this genre of guacamole, too, like, I think this genre is just killing it right now. Yes. And I wonder, is this, would it be oversaturating to drop Bloodstained now, or is it better to give it a little bit of time? It's always have people, better to give it more time. I yeah. guess, yeah, like, have people, you know, play. Because I think Dead Cells have worked out. I think, like, you know, a lot of people that had wrapped up Hollow Knight are now like, God, I want to do this again. I think Dead Cells just kind of dropped right at that perfect time. I agree, yeah. Um I wonder if Dead Cells is kind of creeping up on Guacamelee a little bit. I wonder if Guacamelee's like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, I know. And we were the, anticipating the sequel. And Chasm. Then this, this random game yes. comes out of nowhere. Just yeah. Gambit. It's Death like, yeah, yeah, it's it's like five of yes. them at one time. And it's yeah. out of control. I don't think there was enough in the trough for all of those games. Definitely Some not. Sanctuary released on Switch, yeah, on like Switch the same right. week. Yeah. Which like, is what tempting, is but it's nuts. Sorry, one last thing I can think of about that. It could be something completely different than performance issue. Maybe they're just like play testing it and stuff, and some, it's just not working. Like sure. it's not doing it for the people. It's like they're like well, that's too predictable, that's too boring, or you know that part. People get lost. Yeah, or that yeah, that is too cryptic. Like we like you got to give some pointers and stuff. I, I think it takes a lot more work than people give credit to 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 make a Metroidvania style game and get it right and have it actually be good. Yeah. yeah. Great point. What are we doing this one? I'm penciling yeah. it. Oh, so. I'm, I'll pencil this one in. Ooh, pencil, hey. yeah. yeah. Okay, let's pencil it in. 2019. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Not a short game, it's which is n- why I just don't know what's going to be on my schedule when it comes out. I, kinda, I would imagine it's not a short game. I don't game, think it's going to be too long, Jones, because of how many characters they have to play. So I think yeah. the idea is play through it with multiple yeah. characters. I don't think it'll be too long. I don't know, man. There's like side quests and stuff. I think yeah. it's going to be long. Oh, man. I'm expecting 10 to 15 hours, please. Dude, Dude it's 2018 yeah, right now. That sounds like, right. 30 hours. Everything's long. Everything. You're so no. right. Everything is long. Every don't game. Every game is long. I'm sorry. You don't need Hollow Knight. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion has <laughs> a release date <laughs> for, three, for 3DS, John. Don't, don't get too pumped. The original. Yeah, the original ported <laughs> to 3DS. October 12th. We penciling it in? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, best month I could pick to release it in at this yeah. point, I guess, but. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm so I'm good. good. I'm so good. Um, I wish I had, like, a child though cuz that would be like the, like a kid like if i had a kid right now that would be the best game 3DS Halloween time Luigi, Halloween time there's Halloween good time good vibes yeah yeah i imagine like 
playing under the covers. Mm-hmm. I would vibes. absolutely do like if I have to pick between these weird ports on 3DS, I'd mm-hmm. go Captain Toad first. You need to, you, my child will need mm-hmm. to play Captain Toad, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Pokemon in, in November. So it's, go, yeah, this is such a weird game. It's such a weird game to port and put out in October. Just give your kid Fortnite on Switch. Yeah, yeah. and for, just give it Fortnite. It's just, first, first time I've ever heard Michael Huber utter the words, I wish I had a kid. True. Yeah. I wow. did say I wish I had a kid. First time yeah. for everything. Yeah. Hey, I think we all wish we had kids. <laughs> just going to have to give it to Brad. We're going to have to give the child to Brad? No, give the game the to Brad. Game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because Brad is his child? I don't know, he's get, oh, we've you know, got I, I feel like yeah. he's got. I feel like he's yeah. got Luigi's Mansion. And he's like, yeah, anybody, anybody? Yeah, anybody? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I need. Bra- I do. I do. Jones, you know me. Brad, I need Brad to play this. Like, Brad will on, play on the co- under the covers. Yeah, too. on Halloween. Oh, totally. Wow. We'll make it happen. Trials Rising, February twelfth. <laughs> oh, I missed this. Yeah, February twelfth. We got a release date for that now. I've seen nothing. Are you marking else. that one in? Oh yeah. Oh, that's permanent on All that right. calendar. Yeah. You too, Huber. <sighs> It's so far away. For sure. February 12th is not far away. It feels far away. I am so excited. But like after they like I was going into E3 and playing and everything. I was so excited. And then they're like, yeah, 2019. And I was like, uh, uh. so I'm just going to pencil it in for now. Okay. Damiani, what are you doing with Trials? Um, I'm penciling it in, but I'm excited to see Jones and Don play that yeah. game. Me too. In tandem. Yeah. yeah. Tandem bike. You know what makes me even more excited is we just did our the, the tournament with Fusion. Yeah. And I I think I played Fusion originally on my Xbox because that was like a very early g- a game of this gen. And I owned an Xbox One before I owned a PS4. And so I was like, I like booted up my PS4 and went to my account. I was like, where's, where is this? I'm like, oh, that's right. I had my Xbox. So I got on the PS4 and was like, oh, I'll, I'll just play through this again. Twist my arm. I'll do it. And that took like an afternoon. Like it really in like two and a half hours, I was done with that. Nice. Game. Like I had basically not done, but I'd gotten to the point where stuff started to get really hard. Where it was like, okay, he, now if I really want to challenge myself, but if I want to get like, you know, if you want to get like the majority of that game completed, uh, it was just really fun to just go through and, and just do a level once and then move on and like yeah I guess my I could get a better score but I'm just not gonna like beat myself up about it and so um, I, I was ex- I, I it was exciting to remember like how quickly you could you know experience that game just well, as Huber was saying everything's thirty hours and you're so. doing that quickly because of your skill. Your two and a half hours are just very different from my two and a half hours. If sure. I'm starting trials. Well, and yeah. not to mention if you want to build levels, if you want to do online multiplayer, if yeah. you want to, you know, maybe get into the, you know, the 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 stuff the community's creating and DLC beyond that, like. And that I, they're I like pushing I that like, really yeah. hard with this game as well. I like games yeah. that you know the just the offerings, kind of like Super Mario Odyssey, where it's like the initial offerings are easy to digest, and then if you want to dig deep, that road goes for miles and miles and miles beyond it does. that. Yeah. So. Finally. Ace Combat 7 finally has a release date. Yeah. And that release date is January 18th. PS4 and Xbox, and then February 1st on PC. Ace Combat 7 has been announced for so long. For so long. I'm ready, though. Sharpie me in. You're Sharpie? I'm Sharpie for Ace Combat 7. Okay. I'm ready to go back to this franchise. It's right before Resident Evil 2. You know, you just like... Uh, The trailer just made me fall in love with it again. What happened in the trailer? Just this huge story trailer about, like, different factions. This, like, crazy rogue jet coming in. And the one guy, like, yo, we we don't want to mess with him. But he's, like, going after him anyway. Super that hyped. Big wide ship with mm-hmm. the big barrier around oh. it. I really only played Ace Combat's three and four on PS2. 
but I just had I have such fond memories of both of those games, specifically the story. Yeah. Uh, and just watching that seven trailer was good. It was very. I'm story ready. Heavy. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready to to dive back in headfirst. Yeah. What's interesting to me is this line of. Uh, characters existing outside of the world of the gameplay Mm -hmm. and so if you see them in their office i just cross my arms and go oh Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like so like they bothered to render environments outside of the ones that we're going to be flying our jet around they're people not just the jet they fly yeah yes yeah Yeah. and i have seen ace combat trailers in the past that's just a bunch of jets flying around and people screaming and i'm like all right i don't know i don't know who's talking to who or what are these my enemies are these my friends what's going on and i've said this a billion times on all sorts of easy allies things but the vr was great but it was two years ago, but it was great. I really had a lot of fun. Yeah. And went in being like, uh-oh, I'm going to vomit. Because it was the judge's week, and I was like, oh, no, it's in the morning. It's like 11 a.m. VR. Like, and you're you know. in a jet. Yeah. And uh, just took that helmet off. I was like, that was awesome. You know, just like upside down and like looking at the, you know, the earth flying by you. And, and really getting a sense of like where targets are. And even, even if there's like a target over here, target over there, I'm going to focus on this guy. Now I'm not like, now where was that other target I was looking at earlier? It's like, no, I know he's still over there somewhere. Yeah. Fun situational awareness. In a, yeah. In it combat. feels right right now. Like I don't remember the last time I played a jet flying game, you know? No, it's the only one. Not a lot of market. competition in that genre. Yeah. yeah. So Jones, are you markering that one in? I'll pencil it. In. Okay. Here yeah. are you pencil. Definitely the sharpie. Portion. Okay. Here was sharpie. Wow. Yeah. And Michael Damiani is. Uh, oh, I'm penciling it in. Oh. That that trailer. Yeah. I mean, before it would have been like I'm okay, but that trailer was awesome. Sick. I love this. Metal Gear vibe. Yes. So good. I love yeah. when it's like the revengeance yes. of yeah. like fighter jet games right there (laughs) it makes me excited it makes me excited for a trailer to bring somebody around a 180 that makes me so happy and i mean it's worth googling the trailer it's worth seeing the intrigue that this trailer creates yeah cool character designs i'm i'm on board with you it is now time for love and respect love and respect this one's interesting. Uh, we don't have to uh, like answer a question here. This is basically tips from someone who became a father and was able to play games. They wish they had a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wished they had a kid. <laughs> wish was granted. There you go. <laughs> and then they wished to play video games because you know we. I feel like we really early in the podcast we kind of covered this where there's somebody's just like, hey, I'm having trouble finding time, and then we found another person like, hey, I, you know, I'm going. To, I can make time. Uh, this one I like because we've got a list of tips. I find this kind of interesting. Guys, I did it. All those people that told me those games will be the first thing out the window when that baby comes and you won't have the time to play those RPGs anymore, I'm delighted to tell you how wrong they were. With flexibility and patience, along with being blessed with an understanding partner, I managed to complete the one behemoth I've wanted to get through this generation... Persona 5. And not just finish, but casually stroll through 130 hours with New Game Plus, a strong possibility. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't always easy. I've had to find ways that suited my new life, especially when I had a newborn baby. But I found solutions and new outlooks to get me through. Here's some of them. Here comes the bullet points. Newborn baby, but. (laughs) Oh, hey. Nice, Jones. Number one. Understand that you will not be able to game as much. This is a fact. It doesn't mean you can't anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that. 
Yeah. You're not really in control of when that gaming happens, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I time like, is still there. It's just you can't you can't pencil it in. I, I feel like these <laughs> apply to everybody. Yeah, I, I really yeah, like yeah. that. It's just like, hey, I'll, it's going to be less. No matter what, you got to accept that. Create a routine or plan that fits your life. Right now, I have a one or two hour slot every night when my son sleeps, which has been cleared as my gaming time. When he was younger and not as settled, I simply aimed to capture free time as it appeared. Number three. Accept that interruptions will happen. It's frustrating, but don't worry. The game isn't going anywhere. Do you remember uh, the, one of the person talked about Dark Souls and Bloodborne? It's like, yeah. hey, the game does go somewhere when I leave. Yeah. That's very frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, man, for they should have pause buttons in all these games. Sekiro has a pause button. That's good. It yeah. does? Very good to hear. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. You didn't practice pressing the start button? You, need, you should be the one to tell us that, <laughs> yeah. Ian. Give well, I'm that, trying skip. to think. If, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I don't remember. He didn't want to waste any time. Yeah, I didn't. This I love. Keep a journal for story and objectives so you never lose track. Actually, we should all do that. That's well, this was, this was an interesting topic. Yeah. Did you see this on Twitter? Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. were talking about that. Do In 2018, is it imperative or is it something we should consider adding or developers should consider adding to anything where narrative is important that when I jump back in, I can hit a button and it's like... The last thing you did was this, and now you're doing this. And I want to know, the, wanna know the single greatest example of that, Brandon Jones? Batman Arkham. Previously oh, on. It'll give you, like, three, like, images of the past events with, like, a quote oh, cool. summing it up. You know what? So good. Images are strong. Yep. Images are really, really good. Yep. When, it, when it's just, Jones, when it's, like, three pages of text, I yeah. can't handle it. It actually doesn't help that much. Mm-hmm. Images are really good. You know what game is disastrous for that is uh, No Man's Sky. Like if I don't play it for a few <laughs> oh, days yeah. and sure. I come back and I'm like, and that's not even narrative. That's literally yeah, just like, like that was your own dumb goal. I was like, where was I? <laughs> what did I set as my? What am I driving? GTA to? keeps the dialogue. There's a screen and the options. You can go and it's just what everyone said. You know, for the last like, I don't know if that. I don't know if when you quit the game and jump back in, if it's still there, but. Um, I do always think that the strongest reinforcement is going to be you taking notes. I realize sure. it feels stupid, but the simple act of rewriting what your memory is just remembering, it just I'm solidifies it so much harder. I just played Goonies 2 mm-hmm. for Easy Living, and uh, I'm excited to actually break out some graph paper and do that. I haven't done that you know, since I was like a teenager. Wait, are you going to play the rest of it? Uh, yeah. You I'm, got the I'm, bug? I want to finish that, yeah, if I got the cartridge. and but, uh, might, might buy me a Retron? Might... Uh... I put that on my shopping list. It worked really well. It did. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, impressive. We got a lot of good use out of that. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, don't stick with games you aren't fully enjoying. Give them their fair chance, mm-hmm. and if nothing is sticking, move on. I agree with that one so hard. That's great Always. advice all the time. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Last couple years, I've been doing that. Used to finish every single game I started. Now I can... Partway is still hard for me. It's still really hard to, yeah. to put a game down, even if I'm like, you know, lukewarm on it, but... I've been doing it lately, and it, it does yeah. feel good. It's funny because, like, for me, my biggest gaming regrets now aren't, oh, I wish I finished that game. It's like, I wish I hadn't finished that <laughs> game. Like, I wish I had, give, like, you know, sacrificed it Yeah. to get my time back. Yeah, your time, everyone, your time is more valuable than anything, than anything else, you know? And so, yeah, if, if you weren't feeling a game, find another way to spend your time. Your money's gone. You sank it. Don't worry about it. Uh, you spend it on a game. Don't feel guilty about it. Mm-hmm. Don't be mad about it. But uh, yeah, you got to move on. And most importantly to me, 
Only play when you genuinely want to. Otherwise, it's not a hobby anymore. It's just another chore. There's nothing wrong with being too tired or not wanting to grind out levels. Just wait till you are at the right place. It's kind of interesting, too. too. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do block out, like, oh, this is my gaming time. Like, oh, you know, just like, you know what? Don't force it. Sure. It's Monday night. Saul's on. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, don't worry about it. I do. I love that tip as well. Um, too many friends drop out of gaming, and I like to see parenthood taken off of the list of why people give up on an excellent pastime. My next long adventure is easily Breath of the Wild, and I can't wait to spend another 100-plus hours exploring Woo! every inch. The best thing now is with my son, two years old, he may start appreciating games like this himself. I bet he will. Uh, here's hoping this is the start of something that we can use to bond deep into his adulthood, too. Love and respect, David, Shadow of Agro. Cool. I thought cool. that was an interesting Excellent. entry. Good yeah. lessons for life in general. Not yeah, honestly, good. yes, it was. I, I like mm-hmm. that. Uh, let's play a game. Hey, allies. I have a game for you today called Video Game Firsts. Trivia, and we're going to learn, but we're Neato. still going to play a game. Yep. Damiani's here. I love it. Oh, I know. I'm nervous about this. I have compiled a list of commonplace video game features and mechanics and a list of dates. The panel's just years. We only have years, actually. The panel's task will be to determine which year correctly marks their first known appearance. The panel should be aware that the correct year will be the first known global appearance, not necessarily its first North American appearance. Got it. Think about the world, everybody. Love and respect. John Koning. Um, and I will admit that I even uh, goofed around with the years a little bit to make this harder. Okay. Okay. New Game Plus first year we ever saw a new game plus in parentheses is defined as items or experience levels carrying over to a second playthrough did did we see that in 1986 1981 or 1995 wow way earlier than i uh shoot i mean i know zelda 2 the adventure linked to that but that was in 86 that was a7 japan 88 us your, so then I'm going to say 81. Your items and experience levels carried over to a second playthrough? Um, We're not talking the, like second quest. We're talking no, no, about no, like... No, no, no. St- stuff specifically. Not everything, but stuff that carry over. Yes. You started a new game, but you had stuff previously. I think the only thing... Sorry, I'm getting this wrong. I think the only thing you don't have is... Your experience points. You can't be jacked up oh, in, in your second playthrough in Zelda 2. Sorry, I'm just blanking right now. You you get some of the stuff. You, you don't start off. It's not fresh. But you don't get you your either, level, either, right? You either keep the items. You either keep the spells and the items and not the experience or the experience and the spells and not the items. Okay. We're talking both, baby. I'm saying I mean, 80... 90s. I'm saying 95. But I mean... 81. New Game Plus is also in... So what were the other years? I think eighty six is too soon. Eighty one is too early. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough. John's about nailed it. It's ninety five. Yeah. Damiani, it was on the tip of your tongue. Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger is the first game with New Game Plus. Cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's I, don't, ca- I don't think Damiani, that's right. Well, it's but, called New Game Plus in the game. It's the first game to ever say, "Oh, oh this is New called, Game Plus." It has to be called New Game Plus. Okay. No, it has to have experience and. I, I'm items. sorry. I would. I would go to the mat saying Zelda 2 is the... If there was no other example other than Zelda 2, Zelda 2 is the first one to, in spirit, make New Game Plus. John, look out. Damian is taking you to the mat. I love that I'm with Damian on this. Yeah, I don't uh, know, man. Like, I've, like, I've written stuff that bit, talks yeah. about it before. My favorite right? New Game I, I, Plus game of all time, Michael Huber, Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, that new game plus just <laughs> good new game plus because yeah. that's oh, I just I new game new plus and then I new game plus and then I new game plus it just doesn't stop level like, up all uh, the guns yeah the red nine just again Tales of Fantasia the first Tales game I thought all Tales games had new game red plus nine, right? as well it pops the heads right off oh, Jones so good. oh yeah Fantasia was after I don't want to play an RPG with new game plus that's like the best like Tales games when you like can start a new one and bring like all your special stuff, all like like that's like one of the best features of the right. Tales games. Right. God of War that's New Game Plus just came out. Yeah, and, like, it's so like, tempting. There's even a currency where you gotta like choose new what mechanics. you bring along with you. I love it. Oh, so good. Stuff. Yeah, new armors and stuff. Yeah. Man, new armors, new abilities. Made the Valkyries yeah. harder. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nuts. thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I Talk saw about walking away from a game. You know, <laughs> cutting your losses and moving on to something else. Exactly. I saw the additions, Jones, and I was like, cool, but never. <laughs> I'm good. You know, I, I love God of War, but I will not yeah. be like Woo. grinding out to get the like grinding Niflheim. Is that the the maze? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah I'm good. That was sick. Uh, voice acting lines delivered by an actual person. 1980. 1982 or 1984? Yeah. What was uh, Wolfenstein. N- this is no, no older than that. We're in the 80s. Wolfenstein. Yeah. Uh, what Dragon's Lair had VO in it? And that was what year? That like that was a big deal. That was 84, 83, and that was Stranger Things. They were making a big deal. I don't know if that's not that Wolfenstein great. 3D. But Mm-mm. the Wolfenstein before oh, Wolfenstein the 3D the was the first video game ever to have recorded dialogue. Ooh, I have a different answer here. So if I'm that's gonna... wrong, then well, our Wolfenstein that? retrospective was incorrect. Well, you was but the Germans that, said German in that game, and it was recorded. I mean, it's like <laughs> like you hear it now, and you can like Maybe really barely figure out what they're saying. But what if it wasn't voice acting? It was just like sounds. No, it was recorded. The... Human oh. beings saying stuff into a microphone that wow. was then put into the game. Do you remember around what year that was? The before 3D. I mean, the, the latest Wolfenstein the, the was latest... 81, First Order or whatever. Um, the latest. Yeah, 81. the earliest date you got. Okay. Is what I'm is my pick. Okay. I'm not too well versed in the Wolfenstein dates. It's eighty two. Okay. What are they claiming? Sinistar. I don't know. Cool. Do you know it's like a shooter? It's like that guy's like the silver ball. He's like a silver circle with like sun beams coming out of him. Negative. He's got sharp teeth. You would know Sinistar if I showed you Sinistar. Yeah, I feel like maybe I would know if you showed me it. Like, I'm blinking on it. But Sorry. now I'm wondering, like, this is the second time where the panel's refuting well, this knowledge. Uh, this no, no, no. Crazy. Like, probably came out after that. I, I like the Wolfenstein thing sounds like the... the Wolf- exactly. Yeah. You guys yeah. sound so convincing. I know. Like, you well, guys have I'm sold not, me. I'm, again, I'm, I'm saying it off of research I've done in my career. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah, like I, I, I have not done research on that game, so that uh, the article how, I read could have been wrong. Didn't, like when did the Star Wars original Star Wars arcade game come out? Oh, it says yeah. May Yahoo! the Force. Oh, it like says weird, May yeah, the yeah. Force be with you in yeah. it. Sure, but I think that's like eighty three, eighty four. Like I'm sorry, I don't sure. know anything okay. older. Um, DLC. This is this means the f- small content add-ons, Ooh. not a large expansion pack. Just like you know, small little items so being added, downloadable content. Do you count stuff added by Famicom Disc? No. Okay. Uh, nineteen ninety seven. 1999 or 2005. Do you count Satellaview adding new maps and stuff? No, nah, because you can keep those. Okay, so you have to be able to permanently keep them. Yeah, I'm only 2005. I'm, do- I'm downloading these. 99. Taking a shot. So what were the other years? 05. 97, 97, 99, and 05. I'll go with the earliest one, 97. Nah, nah. It's 97. Ooh. Uh, it's, PC, I had to probably. look this up. PC game called Total Annihilation. Oh, Total Annihilation. 
You know this game? I've heard of that before. Sounds familiar. That's not obscure. This is the right one I'm thinking of. It seems obscure to me. Again, this is like PC games. Like, you should know Total Annihilation. This was a big deal on PC, Kyle. Comments. It still is. Comments. Let us know. I'm pretty sure Total Annihilation was a big deal. Don't let, let Damiani well, know, but I'm sick of reading comments that are just like, this is a bigger deal than it? you think it is. I, I, I know. I know. It's okay. I know. Was it uh, called DLC? Um, I don't know, but I looked at the Wikipedia page and it said downloadable content and I like went to it. It Got was it. in the 97 version of this game and you could get like new maps and skins and things like that. New weapons. So cool. it's like that was DLC. You didn't pay for it, but yeah, it was things that, you know, Fun. just appeared in the game after it came out. I hope I remember that forever. Total Annihilation. Total Annihilation. DLC. Verticality, which is climbing a structure or part of the environment. What? What? Verticality. <laughs> So, we do all know that verticality is a word we all made up, right? No, we did not make it up. We did not make it up. They used that way before us. (laughs) Overused it. 1978, 1980, or 1988? Whatever the first date is. 1980 or 1980? What? 1988. Oh, okay. Wasn't Donkey Kong climbing up? Yeah, 78. 78. (laughs) 1980. Crazy Climber is the game. Arcade game. Okay. Donkey Kong is Yeah, Donkey Kong is after 80. I thought it was 1981. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burger Time. We're, we're close and there, yeah. Load Runner. And yeah. They're all climbing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. I, th- I think those are all after 80, like, you, though, Yeah, right? crazy. La- these games all have climbing ladders in them, yeah. They yeah. To, like, this doesn't seem like... Well, I, th- I think that's kind of interesting, though, that for a while, arcade games didn't have that kind of concept of controlling a person walking up a thing. You know, it was just like, oh, I have a spaceship that can shoot asteroids, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I can shoot a centipede. I can just knock a ball around back and forth, but... Like being able to control a person jumping. I think that's cool. Achievements. Recognition programmed into the game. The game saying, oh, you did a thing. 1990, 2001, 2006. 1990. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah, an, some kind of sneaky thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the game's called Emotion, and that was a puzzle game for Amiga. Wow. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Pretty loose. Exp- yeah. We're just moving on from that. <laughs> yeah. Pretty loose description. Bloodworth would have known that one. <laughs> yeah. Double when jump. When a game tells you you did a thing, like, oh, yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> First ever double jump. Also known as an ending. I guess. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know. Double jump. That's not like a little bit of you did. You did sure. Yeah. Double jump. 85. It's 85. It Dragon Buster is the name of the game. Sick yeah. title. Wait, do you know it? No. You just no, love I that just, name? I'm, I'm stoked I don't. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. Dragon Buster. And I love that, uh, you know, 80 is the first time we have verticality, and by 85, we've finally learned to do it. I wonder if it was a mistake, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I wonder if he coded and he hit two instead of one. So like, no, we just did fun. it. It was like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. just like, <laughs> we got to play so some good. Dragon Buster, yeah. That second jump. Loot box. What if we do three? Three's too much. Just two. First ever loot box. Paid loot box or just a loot box? I'm going to assume paid loot box. 2004? 2008? 2011? No. 2011. Eight. Probably four. It's eight. four. Maple Story. Oh, <laughs> of course. Dude. Is that the voice? Oh, I know Maple Story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maple Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised by this reaction. Tell me. What, what are the loot boxes like in Maple Story? I don't know what the no, loot boxes are like, but I, yeah. I can Maple vividly story. picture Maple Story in my head. I've always seen the ads, they, and I hate them. This announced Maple Story 2. I know. Maple Story 2 is coming out soon. a reveal event today, yeah. apparently. Oh, Maple wow. Maple Story 2. Timely. 14 years later. Um, just seemed like big, super deformed characters that just like 
what? How is this? Like, how how do you continue making this game? And, you know, it's just the grind. Grind better it out. weapons, better powers. Korean? Yep. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't think that's unfair. I think it might be Korean. But I think they were also one of the first to like really tap into that market of like, yeah. oh, we can keep people playing the same game. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be like bleeding edge graphics. You know, really inventive, like cutting edge gameplay. It can just be something that's fun that yep. they enjoy, and and uh, in a great MMO sense, like you see a guy on the skull helmet. Whoa, you know, gotta get that. Normally, I do not accept corrections on on games. Send us corrections for this. Because I want to know if Damiani's right about Zelda 2 being a new game plus. I want to know if Jones is right I about can, this Wolfenstein thing. I have, yeah. I've, I've been looking it up. Okay. Uh, Zelda 2, I forgot the specifics, but yeah, it, it definitely had stuff that carried over. And it seemed like power Ooh. levels and items, or the up-down slash and like power yeah, levels. Yeah, the, the things you learn and from the... spells, yeah. Yeah, the spell... Yeah, and it was, I was pretty sure it was a spell stuff. So just been a while since I... The like, power levels too? Uh, it's that's what one that thing counts said. as yeah. Game plus. Yeah. we have to count that. But the, but the items from the dungeons you do not carry over because right. I still want you to you go to the, the dungeons. Yes. Then you uh, just break sorry, it. I just wasn't sure yeah. about like if it was all the spells or not. I knew it was experience points because you come back as like max level eight 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 is everything. You're just like hey, this as far as now. the uh, voice thing goes, uh, it's it's kind of unclear the, uh, the things the way that they talk about it. It's hard. No one is saying specifically like this is recorded voice acting. A game in 1980 called Berserk use, uses speech synthesis, which to me means that a computer is talking. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah and yeah. then uh, I do believe that in 81, Castle Wolfenstein had German recordings. Whoa. I think. Ooh. From what I can see here, that seems to be... Jones. Ooh. What lent credibility to me is that they sound awful. <laughs> Yes. So like yeah, yeah. It's, so it, it sounded like just the absolute most bare bones. Like what is the least, the smallest file size we can get this thing down to to get it in there? But like most people credit Sinistar as the first one, huh? Uh, that has like decent actual well, right. like you know. But like he's speaking sentences to you. Yeah, he says, "I'm Sinistar. I hunger. I hunger." Yeah. Um. And apparently that was a big deal. You walk into an arcade and Sinistar is talking to you. Right. Ooh, yeah. Right. I feel like that was like big time. Big time. And it's all, also I found that it's the first one that did that in stereo. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. Nice. But yeah. Let's do this one real Take quick. It for granted. Because I, I have a real quick answer to this one. This is from Michael Seward. Just a news tidbit. Don't know if you know. THQ Nordic have acquired the Time Splitters IP. New games and maybe HD remasters coming? I hope so. Time Splitters 2 and 3 were fantastic. Yep. Yep. C- count on remasters count coming. On and yeah, then if yeah. those do well, count on a new Time Splitters. Yep. Baby. Yep. yep. Uh, Blood was hoping for that today because THQ Nordic teased something in the opening oh, ceremony, yeah, was, which yeah. turned out to be... We, we had it. We talked about it. Okay. All right. Uh, what we talked about, we're fine. But like, uh, I remember just... Desperados, man. Desperados, turned yeah. Turned out to be Desperados. Which is fine. It's okay. <laughs> turned I'm out okay. to be Desperados. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That one, I'm okay. uh, I'm not going to pencil that one in. Um, Yeah. I'll Sharpie any Time Splitters related thing in. That's that thing. All the way. That's what I love about THQ Nordic. They know the value of these things. Mm -hmm. They know people would be so stoked to play that. Congratulations. Lock that down. It is now time for bets. Next week's bet is about Yakuza Kiwami 2. That's going to be released on Tuesday, August 28th. Currently, the word Kiwami on Google Trends has a value of 43. So it's on. It's a little bit on an upswing. It's rising up a little bit. Where's it going to be at this point next week? Brandon Jones. Forty nine. Nice. Michael Huber. Ninety eight. Yes, that's a huge <laughs> spike. Love that. 
Michael Damiani. 75. Yes. Uh, 57 for me and Ian Hink. I edged you out, Damiani. I said 77. Ooh, I got the high. Jones is going to win. Jones was the most pragmatic among us, right? I don't know. I put 47 before we started, and then I changed it. What was fascinating about this Before we started, I changed it to 77. Compared to a lot of other bets that we do is we actually saw a chart. Like mm-hmm. you throw numbers at us just yeah. for reference. So you should know how many tweets this got or how many you know you, this you know how well this channel or this person or game usually performs. We're actually seeing the lines. Right, like, well, but the last know. the last That's time gonna, when Kawami yeah, One yeah, came yeah. out, it was a hundred. Who knows? Right. Yeah, there was Who a knows? huge spike. It was spiked up to its maximum. It's a hundred when Kawami One came out. To so. be honest, if it was forty nine on the nose as opposed to ninety eight, I'd prefer it to be ninety eight just to see <laughs> just to see Huber like yeah. Yeah, you know what? I mean, he's not going to be here, but... Call me too. Get it. Yeah, get it. Get it. Last week's bet is about Shenmue 1 and 2, which released today. Will... (sighs) Oh, sorry. What will the download size be on PS4 is what we bet on. Brandon, you said 18 gigabytes. Ben said 14. Blood said 17.3 gigs. I said 12.2. Ian said 23. Bossman win. Probably the lowest, right? Huber, that's a a Bossman win. Yeah. Somebody tweeted it out. Oh, okay. Uh, no, Wait, not really. What low. did ten, you say, Bosman? Ten. Uh, I said twelve point two, and the actual is ten point three five. Nice. I thought there were nine something each. No, one of them is pretty small. Shimmer one was like two something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them was smaller than the other one. Uh, uh, together, ten point three five. So that that is a win uh, for me. So that brings us to Red Grouse eleven. <laughs> Gorgeous Gorilla sixteen. <laughs> Droopy Eagles, 10. And Switcher Snake, 6. The least droopy I've ever heard that eagle. Yeah, well, he's uh, he's stoked to have 10. Stoked to have 10 points. Got to win this week. Let me tell you about patreon.com slash easy allies because I forgot to explain what love and respect is. That's where we get topics from our patrons on patreon.com slash easy allies. But those people who do give $5 or more a month also get this podcast two days early in audio form, in video form. Uh, They just get early access to the podcast. So you might want to check out that website, see what we do, see all the things that we make, and see if you may want to support us. New goals. We have new goals. You want to pitch those real quick? Uh, I would, yeah, I don't normally jump on your little Patreon spiel, but I will now. Spiel it up, dude. Uh, This is a very, very crucial moment for his allies in our history. (laughs) Whoa, Whoa, dude. High stakes. Yeah, very much high stakes. Uh, We we, we have hit our studio goal of 50K for two months. Uh, We are looking to hit that again so we can actually make that move next month. Uh, That is what we have in the calendar. Again, like, you know, with with real estate, you never know how stuff is going to shake down. Um, But... Uh, to help uh, give people momentum to make that happen, we've put three new goals on there. Uh, 52K, full playthrough Fridays, one Friday a month, playing a game from start to finish. Uh, as we were saying, the man of Medan is like perfectly suited for that. Uh, 55K goal, this guy gets a game show, which Ian is extremely excited about. And every single idea Ian has told me about this game show, I love dearly and cannot wait to see this thing come together. 58K, uh, if you want uh, reference, go back and watch a show we did called GT Live, Back at Game Trailers, a live weekly guest show where we bring a guest on, interview them, and play a game at the same time that's uh, one of the biggest games to come out that week. Uh, so 52, 55, 58, but primarily that 50K goal, if you can just come in and, and give us that extra support, we can get there, get a studio, and then so many things change, so many things become available to us at uh, EZA. So those last- I, I really want to make that push. I always want to just be like, hey, go to Patreon, check it out. Please go to Patreon, check that out, help us, Jones, make, help us hit that goal. Jones means it this time. Uh, those last two goals, those last two shows, 
they would look like booty in this in this studio. Booty. Right. And so like they're kind of like oriented to if we have the studio, we can make things that look like this. We can make these kinds of things. You know, we're not making Huber's game show in the garage. It's just not happening. Won't fit. Yeah. Won't look right. You know, it's just, <laughs> just won't fit. I like the vibes of the garage. I absolutely do. But, you know, there's other things that you can do in, in a studio. I get that. I'm really nervous. It is now time to see if Sayana has survived. Ian, did you romance Sayana? I yeah, I hope so. Well, you tell me. Well, I mean, How yeah. Let's go. We're married. <laughs> that, that counts. That counts. Yeah. So whether oh, Cyana survives or not, just, you know, you still have access to just uncomfortable. Your, your break. Like the torch being handed around yeah. with wild abandon of the lore master of this universe. It's just like, you know, no, oh, do you just, want to make huge, important decisions about all of us yeah. right now in the moment? Go for it. That's what I love, dude. I love it. So it's reckless. Uh, <laughs> Ian, I'm not saying you can do your final limit break now. You know, you still have some levels to gain. But yeah. when you do get there because of Cyana, you'll be fine. OK, that's good. All right. Let me roll. Save it. I hope my wife doesn't die. Sayana died. <laughs> no! <laughs> Sayana died. We need heels. I think this is why heels. Some, someday you will be able to use your power, you know? Yeah, because I, I loved and lost. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. When Ian uses the limit break, that moment, uh-huh. I just go, Sayana! <laughs> <laughs> well, It'll be six months from now. The like, limit who? break is now called Sayana. Who's Sayana? Yeah, yeah, it's it called Sayana. Yeah. It's like Harry Potter. She comes to me in, in, as a ghost. Oh my gosh, I, I think what happened is her dad, the protagonist, showed up, oh, no. killed Cyan. He's the antagonist. Sorry, yes, excuse Wait, me. Wait, unless we're all the bad guys. And he's not no, gone no. away and is unnamed. <laughs> no, 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 he's the antagonist. Yeah, we've got to find out who our antagonist is. One of our community members will name him next week. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, I did win that bet. I won the right and responsibility to share my Twitter handle with the world, promote any Easy Eyes video, get the final word on anything I've disagreed with, want to reiterate, just popped into my mind, and I get to sign off with my trademark sign off. At Kyle Bossman is my Twitter handle. This is going to be my final word. I want to talk about Twitter for a second because I've been thinking about this. I, I kind of mm-hmm. lose my mind every single day. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about how I want to project myself into this world because with, with this podcast, with live streams, with everything, I'm serving a role, you know, and I know, I know what to do in these positions. I know how to write a story or make a comic, but with Twitter, you have to decide, you have to decide how you want to project yourself, what you want to inject into this weird ugly swamp like twitter sucks i think anyone could admit no matter how many people you're muting there's just vile trash that kind of bubbles up into your your feed and it's like what do i want to contribute to this and you know what i mean it's like who am i twitter is who am i who do i want to be who do i what do i want to write as what do what, what do i little paper airplanes do i want to throw out into this pit and so this is my struggle with twitter this is something i struggle with every day uh it's something i'm figuring out it's like, who is Kyle Bossman? And so uh, that is, uh, that's what I struggle with with Twitter. Uh, video I want to promote. We just had our, our marathon. We just had 50 hours on the beach of easy living. And really the highlight for me is when we picked up Porky Pig's Haunted <laughs> Holiday. This is the highlight for me. We had an hour to kill. We had this game on standby. It was sent in to us. I would hope if you just Google that, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah. Not even Easy Allies, just Porky Pigs. Mm. Porky Pigs Haunted Holiday. We played it. We gave it a shot. I don't, I don't think I want to tell you more about it. I, it's just like, it, it, watching through any of those might be fun still in hindsight. It was, you know, we are just jolly vibes constantly. You know, just cozy group on a couch. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You're logged in as us, though, Ian. You're logged in as us. I'm logged in as Damiani, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to put easy living stuff up first. But oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Still made me happy. Yes. Such a fun weekend. And so there are 50 hours. If you want to watch some live streams, you can go to youtube.com slash easy allies plays. You can see hours and hours. <laughs> incognito. Incognito. It's still- Inside in, incognito. And we're one of the three top Google searches for Porky Pig's <laughs> Haunted it. Holiday. <laughs> Relevance. <laughs> it's a trip. That game's a trip. That stream is a trip. It, we're at, it was 3 a.m. I should reiterate. Like yeah. It was really early in oh the morning. Oh my gosh. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, and now for my trademark sign-off, tomorrow is forever all ours. What do you mean you let him out? Turned out to be a koala.